I'm Helen and this is a Just Bloody Post-It Note, a mini marketing message, or just my name, for solo episodes of the Just Bloody Post-It podcast, which is my show, your show, if you're a busy business and creative type promoting your work online. Where are we? Where were we? This is my third go at writing this episode. It's a struggle to get back into it after the summer break. And I want to say something about how I want marketing to feel now for me. I've been in reflective mood. See whether it resonates with you. What would you want to talk about? I know you can't talk to me, but to your business buddies, like how are you feeling about your visibility and talking about your work at the moment. These are the kind of conversations I'm interested in having. Like, where are you at with it? I've been reflecting loads on what's realistic, sustainable, desirable for people like us in terms of the amount of promotion we could or should be doing long term. It's generally that time of year, isn't it? Autumn, September, new term. It's also coming up to six years since I started this project from scratch. It took a couple of years before it turned into the business it is now. But this was about the time when I launched what was then called Not About The Kids. And I'm still learning, learning, learning how to do it right. But anniversaries make you step back and take a look at what you've learned don't they? So I've been doing more reflecting than creating and perhaps it's time to turn that around. I'm on the school year schedule also, which won't make a lot of sense if you're not, forgive me, but it always surprises me how long it takes to get going again in September. So if that's the same for you, know you're not alone. Not that I completely stopped marketing over the summer, but more on that maybe another day. A couple of conversations I've had in the last few days have helped me put my finger on perhaps why I'm struggling to get back into Instagram in particular. I feel a bit out of it, a little bit behind. Instagram's become terrifying this year. You might say it's always been terrifying. I'll get specific about the kind of terrifying I'm talking about. Let me say that for the first time since I got the app back in 2012, shit, that's more than 10 years ago, I've set a timer to control how much I'm on there because its algorithm has gotten frighteningly good. It's showing me stuff I will happily sit there and scroll through for minute after minute. The time just gets eaten up. I'm in an Instagram trance. Not that any of what I'm looking at is particularly good. I mean, how many clips of the Graham Norton show can I watch? A lot, apparently. Or Tom Holland and Zendaya being cute. Or those good news videos where children are reunited with their parents who've been away doing military service. I mean, is any of this material sparking joy? I don't know, is this what a good life is all about? It can't be. Mindless entertainment does have its place, but it is my wish to spend less time on my phone, not more. It's so compelling. I mean, Instagram, you have nailed it with the algorithm. I could sit and watch it for hours. My designer gut was talking to me about it the other day. He said, God, I barely dare open the fucking app because of what I'm going to end up watching. And this is a bit, you know, this is how I feel too. My um, Lisa, who I do a bit of PT with, she's super disciplined in all kinds of ways, especially around keeping her phone on airplane mode while she's working. She doesn't pick it up. She doesn't look at it. And she said the same to me just a few days ago. The minute I go back into the app, I just find myself looking at it 
mindlessly. So I am restricting myself to 60 minutes per day on Instagram and trying very hard not to override that control. I mean, some people will quite rightly be horrified by the idea of spending an hour a day on Instagram, but it is easily done, especially now. I looked it up and the average time being spent on Instagram this year Uh, is double what it was three or four years ago. They're doing their job right. And that means if you can get your content right on there, you can definitely be seen. But do we need to be there at all on social media? This is a question I ask myself these days. How can I compete with like friends clips or other brilliant comedians clips and footage that's been edited by people who do social media video content as a business. I think we have to question this more and more. I do still find Instagram broadly helpful for my work. The DMs are like a big kind of like work WhatsApp group and it is a great place to be discovered, to be found. You know, people can tag you and introduce you to their friends there. It's great. But, you know, I'm less and less convinced that it's worth a great deal of time investment in terms of how much time you're spending making content for the app. There will always be a few of us for whom it is a great success perhaps you'll get lucky by going viral or have a natural gift for attracting people to you on video so you grow a big personal following off the back of that but for most of us the reality is the return on investment will be less than that so keep it in its place be there can't win it if you're not in it be good enough good enough is good enough and then run for your life before you get sucked into the reels feed it is truly terrifying I'm aware this is also partly a mojo thing I've got to admire people who spend years and years on Instagram or Twitter, X, as it's now called, and are still, you know, going strong, sharing amazing content with the same kind of energy levels as they always have. I think it's probably more natural to get a bit bored or weary of of what you're doing and where you're sharing content and look for a new challenge, which is maybe where I'm at a little. So I'm one foot in and one foot out. So if that's a bit about how I don't want my marketing to feel. Terrifying. How do I want it to feel? I want it to feel like it does when I sit down to write my email newsletter and this podcast. Free and unselfconscious are the best words I can come up with. Like there are far fewer people watching and that those ones are less likely to take the piss out of me. They'll get me and be nice and respond with more talking points. Have a conversation. My newsletter is a good example. It's evolved in the years I've been writing it from a very kind of news first roundup of what's going on in social media tech and marketing to a more personal letter to my readers about what's going on in my life and how I might be feeling about certain things, always with an emphasis on what's relevant at the moment, but more personal. And can you guess which readers engage with more? You know, the personal content. It's what we're all interested in, the human side of life. I want to be free from any anxiety around following trends of any kind. I can see how it is 
necessary for a marketer working for Nike or someone selling their product to a young tech savvy audience or someone actually selling products in general as opposed to services to know what is going on with the Instagram algorithm and you know to be slavishly across what's going on in TikTok trends to continue to maximize the exposure that social media can give you in your business. I mean, it can work like an absolute charm. Go and look up my friend Belinda Prothies makes on TikTok. I'll put a link to her account in the show notes to see someone who is riding that wave authentically and for whom it's feeding back into their business. But this is not for me. I am not trendy. If I'm ever trendy, it's by accident. And I don't want to start my content from a place of trying to win with an algorithm, to be shoehorning my message into a type of content format that feels wrong and a bit alien or ick to me. So while I'm actually still quite interested to see what's happening from a trends point of view, and I love to hear about people's little wins with them, I declare myself out of the running when it comes to trends. Keeping across them is a job in itself. And I found people to be pretty happy to stick with the newsletters and podcasts I make with the odd video and Instagram posts thrown in. It's possible to have a slow approach to this business of promoting your work and being seen. Slow marketing. I've like heard the term, but I've never used it before. So I, I looked up exactly what it means. And to do slow marketing means to grow your audience through conversation over a longer period of time. And this is what I like. It suits my constitution. And I'm feeling more like being invisible than visible at the moment. Again, it's just a mood. Maybe it's because it's hibernation season, but I don't want my face out there all the time. Um, I'm just being stubborn about it. It's how I'm feeling. And it's okay to feel like that. Next year, I might wanna be on a billboard probably not. Finally, I want to feel like I can change my mind and focus on or talk about new things. Earlier this year, I began a conversation with my audience about chat GPT, AI, and they're super interested in it. There's no point in pretending it's not a thing. I'm rewriting my courses at the moment to recognise this new reality that almost everyone's using AI in their work, especially for making creating content easier and faster. And I've sold a ton of workshops about this stuff and people want to know more about it. If you want something, build it, others will want it too. If you want to create content around something new, just do it. I hope to feel free to do so. That's how I want to feel. Not terrified, unselfconscious, free from the pressure to follow trends and to be able to talk about whatever feels interesting now. If you want to do some great, slow or faster marketing before Christmas, do emails. You will not regret it. Emails are always a good idea. If you'd like to commit to raising your email marketing game, then join List Club, my email marketing course. It's my most popular program, brackets, because it works. Early bird booking is now open. I'm going to talk much more about this in a special post-it next week, but go ahead, get the best price now. The link is in my show notes. You can go and check out everything that is involved in the course. List Club is a three-week group program running from the 2nd to the 20th of October 2023. 
my most excellent listener. Thank you. There'll be more from me next week and I'm busy recording conversations for the new series of The Conversations. Just bloody post it right now. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode and tell your friends who are in the business of doing their own business to come and join us. Goodbye for now. Lovely to be back. Bye. 